With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Buffs or followers or um, students 
um, I wanted to let them uh, also, you know, just sort of know when the other um, uh, sort of auspicious moments for Mars traveling through Libra were going to be. So uh, doing the Global Energy Minute, Mars is almost at 3 degrees. Uranus and Pluto are kind of at 8 and 11. Well, Mars is going to be uh, strangely between 8, 9, 10, and 11 right the last week of December of this year. So the first T-square between Uranus, Pluto, and Mars is going to happen the last week of December, and then Mars is going to go all the way up to 28 degrees Libra, and it retrogrades and comes back, and um, the next powerful... um, uh, Grand Cross, because it's going to include Jupiter at that time, is uh, is going to be uh, at um, uh, April 22nd, as I had said on last week's show, 2014. And then the last pass is in the third week of June, anytime really in between June 18 and June 23rd. So the uh, events that are going to happen in the spring are going to be activated, the way we look at uh, astrological transiting. Mars is going to activate them soon, in the next uh, couple of weeks, the last week, basically, of um, December, anytime from Christmas, moving a little bit onward, I would say. Uh, Uranus is going to go direct. That's also going to create a powerful change in the force, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight is the direct motion of Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto for uh, a couple of months and and how that doesn't always occur uh, and uh, it's occurring now for a couple of months before Saturn will be going retrograde first. Um, But uh, but before I do jump in with tonight's topic, I'd like to finish uh, Global Energy Minute. So the sun is in Sagittarius and it's going to be this week and next week as the solstice day is coming closer upon us, which is kind of nice. Um, it's a, kind of a cozy time of the year. I mean, I know um, uh, hormonally uh, we change because the pineal gland becomes more active because the hours of darkness are are so long that we have a, a, a gland, uh, an endocrine gland, actually, that's uh, called the third eye in... in um, Eastern culture, uh, and it is an actual gland that's sitting behind our forehead. Interestingly, it detects light, and um, it detects light so profoundly that before we even have eyes, when we're um, when we're in the uterus, when we're embryonic, uh, we have a pineal gland, and the pineal gland detect, detects light through uh, your mother's uh, abdominal wall and into the uterus, something like if you were lying in the sun, you know, like, and and you were looking at the sun through your eyelids, you would see a kind of a color. You would definitely know you were in the light, that you weren't in the dark. So um, there's a gland that's actually in your body that detects light and um, changes the way in which we behave based on the amount of light that there is. There are all kinds of changes, and I don't have to list all of them. Some of them even have to do with um, with sexual activity, like sexual activity increases somewhat in, in the winter so that um, uh, women can get pregnant so that they'll give birth in the spring. So this is kind of, kind of interesting. Um, and... Um, 
or in the summer, you know, human beings, it's it's a little longer gestation. But as light as light decreases, there are more babies that are born in the spring in the animal kingdom as well as uh, human beings. We still respond to that to some level. Anyway, that's sort of a tangent on global energy. But the moon is in Taurus. And Mercury is also in Sagittarius, but not conjunct anymore to um, to the sun. It's moved away from the sun. But, you know, I would say the philosophical energy is pretty strong right now. And um, the moon in Taurus is quite nice because it's making a pretty good aspect to Pluto and Venus, um, you know, because Venus and Pluto are both in Capricorn. So over the next course of the next couple of days, as the moon passes through Taurus, I think it's kind of, uh, practical if you're expecting some kind of a Christmas bonus or some kind of you know financial a uh, little financial kick this might be a good week or to get it you know today tomorrow uh, or all the way through till Monday is possible because the moon in Taurus is going to make such nice aspects too uh, a couple of other planets that do have connections to finances Pluto through the eighth and Venus through the second um, the um, Mars, we talked about a little bit. It's in Libra. Now we're going to, for a long time, have some air in the chart. And I had talked about a few months ago how, um, you know, air was going to be the element that would be missing periodically for years. And I'm still, you know, that's still the truth. But now we have Mars in Libra. And so there's going to be one planet in air uh, for uh, a long time, seven and a half months. It started last week. We're only at three degrees. It's going to go almost through the entire sign before it retrogrades. Then it's going to retrograde almost all the way back through the entire sign. It won't go direct until the end of July. So Jupiter and Saturn are making an awesome trine right now within with zero degrees between them they're exactly at 1826 and 1829 degrees cancer and scorpio this is just lovely and i think one of the reasons why saturn hasn't been uh creating the kind of havoc that it could create in scorpio is because jupiter has been modifying um you know saturn's losses and the things that um, we would normally have to be giving up with Saturn and Scorpio or having to deal with uh, the grief that Saturn and Scorpio could be creating, uh, Jupiter is sort of mitigating that. So until Jupiter goes into Leo, um, more towards the end of uh, 2014, middle towards the end of 2014, I'm suspecting that it's going to keep Saturn in check. Our ability to expand and our ability to contract the way in which we're restraining ourselves, the way in which we're pushing back on our limits, is in a very nice, even flow. Uh, there's Jupiter is giving Saturn an ability to sort of stretch its boundaries a little, and Saturn is keeping Jupiter in check. So there's a balancing force right now, very positive, between Jupiter and Saturn, and that's quite nice. I'm not sure that's going to stay in place for too much longer. Um, Uranus at 8, Pluto at 10 in that square, 8 Aries, 10 Capricorn. Um, you know, we're kind of working on another square between Uranus and Pluto, and we know that that's not going to be until April. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll see Uranus and Pluto as they continue to do their thing uh, through 2014. It's going to get, I think, a little bit more intense. And Neptune in Pisces. Lovely placement for Neptune, going all the way up now to uh, almost seven degrees. 
uh, or in the low seven seven degrees, Neptune and Pisces uh, not really making any problems. So that's your Global Energy Minute. It's kind of a nice going into Christmas, kind of soft, kind of gentle, um, kind of spiritual right now. If, if you're planning a trip, this is a good time for that. And if you're looking to um, create a little extra money for yourself, you should be able to do that. The energy is there. That's the Global Energy Minute, and I'm Dr. Craig. You're listening to the Inside Connection Radio on Blog Talk. Uh, I want to welcome my, um, you know, my uh, uh, guest listeners, and I also want to rec- uh, welcome the people who listen to the show in the archives because um, they've been uh, completely awesome. And uh, you know, because Blog Talk now gives you this really complete stat sheet and everything, they let me know every week. I can't even schedule a show without finding out, you know, who's been listening and where they've been listening from and it's just really it's very flattering and 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 i feel very grateful to have um, my listeners from all around the world um i have somebody in the in the switchboard so i'm going to go over to um area code 786 you're on the inside connection hi 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 how are you today Uh, hi i'm calling from the west coast of florida you're calling from Florida? The west, yes, the west coast of Florida. West coast of Florida. What part? Um, the Naples area. Oh, uh-huh. It's nice down there. Uh, no, actually, um, I have been in a quagmire for three years. Um, okay. And, I'm, and I don't know how to get out of it. I don't know what to do. I'm literally just trapped, and I don't know what to do. All right. Well, do you have your birth information? Um, uh, what's your, well, what's your can- first I'm a name? Uh, what's your first name? Viv. V I V. Yeah. Okay, Viv. It's fine. And when's your birthday? July fourth. What year? Nineteen sixty. Okay. You don't happen to know your birth time, do you? Um, I think it was like seven. It's like seven in the morning. Okay, that's fine. It's helpful. And what about your birth town? I was born in Cuba. In Havana. That's correct. Okay. But I left when I was a year. I left when I was a year old. So. That's fine. So let's take a look at what you know has been going on because I can hear you feel kind of stressed out, you know? Major. <laughs> Major yeah. league. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, if you were born in... Do you have children? I do. I have two sons and they're they're well. Okay. Do you have a good relationship with them? Yes, I do. Okay. I mean, you know, yeah. They're, they don't live with me, thank God. Um... That's but, okay. Uh, yeah. No, I well, I mean, yeah. there are some things in your chart that are very complicated. Um, you know, as far as in your natal chart, there are some things in your chart that are very complicated as far as, mm, th- I would say, a couple of things. The way in which you um, sacrifice, um, the way in which you've sort of given of yourself to people, also how emotionally intense things have been for you. 
um, both just emotionally and 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 even sexually. They've, it's been a very it's been there's been a lot of struggle um, in your life, but also love life. It seems like has often been very difficult, very oppressive, or that you've attracted people who are very authoritative or um, sort of unyielding kinds of people who are uh, you know controlling in a in a <laughs> Harsh in a harsh and in a harsh and limiting way. You know when I do when I do reading from um, the radio, I try and I try and keep the insights as as generalized as possible. Your chart says a lot about obviously what you've gone through, but you, you don't need me to tell you how how sort of emotionally chaotic and painful it has been at times, and how difficult it's been. So, one did someone pass away? No, but I feel like I have. <laughs> I feel like you have. Yeah. Oh, but actually, yeah. uh, um, a, fr- a friend uh, committed suicide recently, but that really has nothing to do with me. Um, it was just it came as a shock to me that. Um, yeah, no, no, maybe I'm, that's why, maybe that's why I'm maybe that's why I'm saying that. Um, just um, because it's no, it's I, such a it's such a strong energy. You know what I mean? So even really? though it. it even though it was a surprise, it's still kind of a strong energy around you. Um, mm. You know, you have parts of your personality that are quite strong. You know, you have you have parts of your personality that are quite strong that are able to make decisions, that are able to, um, you know, lead or 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 you know, you have you have. You have Mercury in Leo, you have Jupiter in Sagittarius, there's a part of you that's very spiritual, there's a part of you that could be an excellent leader, you have Mars in Taurus, you know, you have good values. The the complication comes from, I think, the difficulty that you have in trying to create balance inside yourself, whether you're too emotional or whether you're not emotional enough, whether you're too strict and too critical or you're too daydreamy and not critical enough, whether you're too stubborn and too concerned about money or whether you're not concerned about money enough. You know, it's like there, there's a lot of um, kind of... Ambivalence. Huh? Ambivalence. Yeah, ambivalence. Ambivalence. Yeah. Ambivalence. yeah. I, I, can't, I so. can't seem to... To focus and or make decisions. I was hoping you could give me um, some direction because I'm so lost. Okay. Well, are you working at all? Uh, no, not right now. Um, okay. It's just. Are you um, in a, are you in a relationship? Yes. Have any good? Yeah, no, it is. It is. It's just that um, we're in different places, you know. Um, okay. Yeah. So ambivalence and a lack of direction, that's fine, but do you want to work? Yes, I do. Okay. Um I went every I'm in like I'm in retrograde. My whole life is in retrograde. So I'm trying <laughs> to figure out how the hell to get out of this. You know, and I just I can't find a solution to it. Right. Well, I'm not gonna recommend that you go back to school. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I mean, that's not the solution, but the, but you know, the the answer comes. First of all, it's been a very hard, you know, year for you because you've had Saturn in your fourth house, so it's been making you really look at even old patterns that come up for you from your family. 
So I'm really only one year younger than you, and I totally understand this pr- the process that you've been put through, because it's something also that's you know sort of uh, cyclical. It's happening around our age, and mm-hmm. um, there's a part of it that does feel very um, uh, disjointed, as if we discover that somehow. Um, some part of the way we've been living our life has been an illusion, you know, it's Chiron and Pisces. And, and you know, how can we create accountability or how do we move forward if everything seems like what we've been doing up until this point now in some certain aspects of your life doesn't necessarily mean all of it, but has been you kidding yourself, you know. How do you, how do you get a handle on what you'd like to do now if the past seems to be almost like an illusion that's breaking around exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, not my, fe- my feeling is is that you have to begin with whatever there is that feels solid. Whatever whatever you do have that feels solid is where you're going to have to start. Um, you know, I, I like, don't know what that's for. <laughs> say it again. I don't, I, I don't know what that is anymore. Well, you don't have anything. You don't have any passions. You don't have any hobbies. Oh, no, I do. No, I do. But I, I'm in a place where, unfortunately, um, I've spoken uh, out and written things that uh, have put me in a pickle. And so I've, I've been blacklisted. Let's read it that way. Okay. Well, I mean, you're living in a certain place. Is that something that needs to change, like where you live? Do you need to recreate your environment? Yeah, but the thing is, um, one of us likes it here and one of us doesn't. <laughs> uh, and um, One of us and you and you and your partner? Right, right. Right. Yeah, one of like, well, one of I do see some changes coming to that. So there's a possibility that you're going to have to, you know, negotiate that. Because if if you're feeling like, you know, like there's a certain, like the environment that you're in, like it's kind of used up or you have a reputation in a certain place that's not serving you anymore or something like that, mm-hmm. then, you know, there's nothing wrong with a fresh start, especially if your kids are older now and you're not having to take care of them. And you don't necessarily have to go far, you know what I mean? Like it wouldn't right. necessarily, it doesn't mean you have to leave Florida I mean, you could probably go like three or four hours up the coast and be in, you know, Tampa, St. Pete, and be in a completely <laughs> new envi- completely new environment for yourself. Well, let me ask you something. Do you see any like real movement? I mean, because um, I'm oh, thinking there's about... a lot of movement in your chart. You know, there's a lot of movement. <laughs> um, but is, you know. is it solo or is it joint? <laughs> Uh, well, is it solo or is it joint? Um, I'm in, I'm in a pickle. You're in a pickle. I heard you say that. Does that mean that you feel that you need to to leave by yourself, but that you're kind of hanging uh, on to the? Huh? Well, no, I'm, I'm just I've tried it, and it, it's um, it's like you can't live with them without them, and yeah. so that didn't work. Yeah. 
still, though, something's going to come to a head for you. And to me, it seems like you're reevaluating so much where you're living and Saturn's going to be retrograde in your fourth house and it's going to actually be, you're going to have it square your Uranus while Pluto's at opposition to your sun and Uranus is square your sun all in the early part of 2014. You're not really going to be stuck, I can tell you that something's definitely going to yield because there's no possible way for you to keep living the way in which you have been. You're going to create a change. I think it's going to come upon you quite quickly. Like you're going to decide like, oh, I need to do this and you're going to make a break. Well, I hope you're right. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, that's what I would say, that you need to begin to prepare for that, for the time when when you're going to you're going to be uncomfortable enough you know there's a really nice expression um that you probably heard um proverb proverbs expression that says um you know um it was the risk the risk to stay tight in the bud you know that ends when we when we finally decide to bloom we 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 realize that staying in the bud and creating no movement is more risky than actually blooming like is it, it's a it's kind of a beautiful expression that means that blooming is risky taking a chance and opening ourselves up to the universe is risky but if we don't do that we may never get a chance to bloom so um you know it, you're at a point where you're realizing that you're going to have to make a decision. And that's what I think you need to focus on. It's not so much the direction that you need from me. It's the willingness to make the change. This is correct. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. It was nice to speak to you. I hope you have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. I have somebody else on the line. Nine one seven. Hi nine one seven. Hi nine one seven. Hello. Hi. Hi. You can hear me. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> You're on the radio show. You're on the Inside Connection. Oh my God. Who's speaking? I'm Vivian. <laughs> <laughs> I've spoken with you before. Oh no. No. When's no. your when when's your uh when's your birthday? April twenty sixth, nineteen ninety four, six oh five AM, Queens New York. Oh okay. Let me uh let me write all that in here. Vivian, what's the first initial of your last name? Oh W. W. And tell me again, April twenty sixth, nineteen ninety four. Twenty sixth, nineteen ninety four, and the time is? 6.05 a.m. 6.05 a.m. in? Queens, New York. Queens. Sorry. Good. Okay. Have you ever had anyone read your chart before? I I do know my chart. Oh, okay. But I'm not, like, I'm not, like, the best. But I know I have a moon in Scorpio. You do. And... So what's yeah. been going on in your relationship? That's the first big question because Saturn is in your seventh house. You know, yeah, the, yeah, I actually do know that. Um, I do look at my transit. Has it been good, or has, has has the relationship deepened, or have you broken nothing, up? Nothing. Nothing has been. I'm so picky. It's like ridiculous. Um, uh, 
I mean, there's just nobody that I see. I'm very young. I'm only 19, so, like, yeah. there's just nobody that I like. You don't trust Honestly, anybody. I'm so picky. You don't trust anybody. Yeah, I don't anybody. trust nobody. <laughs> okay, but it's not, about, it's not about necessarily pickiness. It's about not trusting anybody. Well, so, but there wasn't anybody recently because Uranus has been conjunct your Mars, and that surprises me that you haven't had somebody at least, you know, like show up suddenly and then maybe disappear. In the last year, did you, have, did you have a conflict with somebody when you were 17, 18? Some kind of, you know, knockdown, drag out, I not mean, nice. Yeah, an ex. Yeah, but like he was like crazy. But like we, like I never went back to him, but I did see him recently. But he got worse. But no, I don't. Yeah, talk no, to he him, got worse for like, sure. Well, you know, oh, Saturn's yeah. still moving through. Your your moon's north node, your destiny is actually to be partnered with somebody in a relationship that you trust. So I would say at some point I... in 2014, probably after your 20th birthday, um, you're going to, um, you know, meet that person because Saturn will conjunct your so moon's soon? north node. Hmm? At some so point soon? In, at some point in 2014. Mm-hmm. At that's some so point soon, in 20. though, like, that's like 20. Like, usually people don't meet the right person until they're, like, in their oh, late 20s. Oh, no, it's not about the right person. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said you were going to meet oh. somebody. Yeah, and that you were going to be drawn more into learning the lessons of what it is that you're needing to learn about um, trust and intimacy, which we mean not just sexual intimacy, but emotional honesty. <laughs> And emotional like, honesty. Like I feel like, yeah, yeah. Like I feel easy. like I would be best with like somebody with like a moon in water, like me, because I am very emotional, and like I feel like only emotional people can understand me. Like honestly. Yeah, it could be a sun in water too. You know, it could because yeah, you, know, you, have, you have cancer at the at the IC. So if you even were involved with the cancer, I don't recommend you getting involved with anyone that's born right around the very beginning of March because your Saturn is at 9 degrees Pisces and that will be a very difficult relationship for you. But but other Pisces would be okay, like anybody out towards the middle of March, like, you know, March 15 or something like that. The beginning of March? That's so funny because my ex had a... He was a sun in Pisces, moon in Sagittarius, and he was born in the beginning of March. Yeah, that's And he painful. was, like, bad. He was, like, crazy yeah, abusive. That's a painfully like, bad time for you to be involved with somebody. But, I mean, yeah. you know, your chart is actually really deep and really interesting. You know, I mean, I would love to spend a little bit more time looking at your chart with you. Um, oh, my God, just one thing, career. I'm so confused, like, so confused well, about like what I want to do in be, my life. You like, won't be after you turn 21. It'll become really clear because you're mid, you're, um, you're age 21, the Uranian square, when Uranus is 26 degrees Aries and it squares your natal Uranus in the 10th, you'll, you'll, mm-hmm. you'll totally know what it is that you want to do. And I think it's going to really Because I read start... about Neptune in the, in the 10th, and it says that, like, how I'll, I'll be very confused about my career and all that stuff. No, don't believe sound bites in astrology also, because Neptune in, in, in the 10th can also mean somebody that takes some kind of an elevated turn in their career. You have an excellent chart for a counselor, a therapist, a policeman, a detective. 
um, somebody that needs to dig in, a scientist, if that's what you, you know, were interested in being. I did think about doing, like, private investigating. You'd be really but then I was amazing. Like, You'd be amazing at I that. I did think about doing that, but I'm that's so bad at that. That's why it's not about being confused. It's not oh. about being confused. See, that's why I don't like, that's one thing for all of our listeners. Soundbite of, you know, being confused in, in, in your career is totally wrong just because Neptune is there. You have Neptune so close to the midheaven that it says to me that you're going to be involved in some kind of, you know, transcendent kind of career work where you're really helping people. But I see it using all of that Scorpio you know, using all the Scorpio, because see, you, the ruler of your midheaven is Saturn, because you have Capricorn on the midheaven, so the ruler is Saturn and Pisces, so again, it's like a very intuitive, because Saturn and Pisces rules the midheaven, and you have Neptune conjunct the midheaven, and Neptune rules Pisces, so there's this theme of, you know, I'm sure you've probably also wanted to be a doctor, no? No, I actually am really into astrology, like I yeah, thought about good doing at astrology, you'd be good at that. You'd be good at that too. I actually love looking at people's charts. Like I don't know why, but but okay. I'm not like the best at it. But like I just well, started. Well, it just like, takes I, study. I, I just started getting into it. Yeah. yeah well, it just takes study. I I got into it when I was 23, and I studied it, and you know, now 30 years later. You know, you have to really be excited and committed. You know, Scorpio rules astrology. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Is that why I'm so into it? Cause I'm yeah, in that's why. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. My friend, like, I got her into it, and she's a moon in Scorpio, and she, like, is obsessed with it. Like, crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Also, I see somebody in the in the chat room that's saying, how do I call in? The number doesn't work. Oh, that was I'm... me. That was me because I actually wrote it wrong. Okay. Yeah, I was long. Well, listen, to my it was nice to talk like, to you. My sh- the showtime's yeah. actually over, so um, if you'd like to call in and talk to me again, I would be happy to look at your chart more. Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, Thank you, you so a- much. I'll call in next week or something. Uh, I should be here next week. Have a great night. Right. So. I didn't even get a chance to talk about, you know, Uranus going direct and all of that. I think I'll probably talk a little bit about that next week because I know I'm on recording time, but I'm not on live. I'm not on live broadcast time, and I don't know if this, um, if this, because uh, it says recording, so I'm not sure if it's still recording and if I end up in the, you know, if it ends up as part of the. Um, the archives or not um but um but yeah we'll have to save it for another time the forward movement is an amazing opportunity i think for us to realize that we're about to go into new territory major new territory um december january and february we're really going to push into something uh i think incredibly new and then when saturn goes retrograde when saturn goes retrograde um, Mars is going to go retrograde with it, which is sort of a phenomenal coincidence that it's happening basically on the same day. And I think we're going to see a whole lot of this forward movement come back really fast. 
So get that feeling of like a giant wave, you know, a real big one. Um, not tsunami size or something like that, but just a really good wave coming up far up on the beach, you know, when they come farther than they usually do. And all the little kids that are playing on the edge are like, oh, my God, the wave, you know. And then when that big wave, which comes up a little farther than two, three, four feet farther than it has in the past, goes back out, it pulls a lot of energy back out with it. And I think we're going to push ourselves a little bit further forward and um, then experience in March the push back of that energy. So I'm going to leave you with a sort of short one tonight. It's called Road by Nick Drake. I'm Dr. Craig, and I'll talk to you uh, next Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific on the Inside Connection. Good night. Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.